Thank God it's Free Range. You are listening to Free Range Radio Friday with your host, Michael Elves. Pour yourself a beverage and turn up the volume because here on 101.5 UMFM, the weekend starts now. Politics look like a pantomime Agents all around me trying to take my soul and weaponize Still can't trust the soul cause they might take the truth and improvise Burned so many bridges recent I can't even see the sky Careful of the compliments the devil come in new disguise Nowadays it's do or die, unity need you and I Hit the gram and do the most, act like everything is fine Act like a brother don't bleed and a brother don't feel and a brother don't cry sometimes Won't go back, no I can't go back to the feeling I really wanna die sometimes Get some penetrate, blow a steam and medicate If that don't work I meditate, if that don't work I hit repeat Work, I work on me if that don't work what time would tell if they won't say I tell myself Sometimes I'm not okay and that's okay Sometimes, Sometimes I'm not, not okay. okay. That's 
soul Oh, take me down soul on 1.5 UMFM, this is Thank God It's Free Range, the Friday edition of Free Range Radio. I'm Michael Lawson kicking things off for us tonight. British rapper Koji Radical with Solo, the final track on his new album, Reason to Smile. Got a busy show for you. We're going to get into it right away. Uh, special appearance by Haligonian Gianna Lauren. Uh, she is having a cross-Canada radio tour called Radio Love. Uh, last fall, she recorded a live concert off the floor, and uh, we are the Winnipeg date. Uh, her performance is coming up around 7 o'clock, but before that, an interview that I recorded with Gianna uh, last week, uh, talking about making the concert, as well as some other things. Uh, before we get to that, though, uh, one of my faves, Monophonics, uh, on Coal Mine, the great Cleveland funk label. They dropped a new single last week called War Paint. Uh, it's the first hint of an album called Sage Motel that'll be out in May. Uh, so this is the Monophonics uh, with past guest Kelly Finnegan. Then coming up, Gianna Lauren here on 101.5 UMFM. Thank you. 
All right. Well, I'm pleased to have returned guest Jan Lauren back. Uh, we, unfortunately, thanks to uh, you know things going on in the world, it's it's not in person. We've we've had a few times when you've been at the studio, you've you've toured live and and come to the station. But uh, you know, necessity is the mother of invention, and and so you're doing this cross country radio tour uh, virtually. And uh, but, I, but we're still we're still talking to each other. Uh, welcome to the show, Jana. Thank you so much. It's nice to see you again. So the, the idea for this tour, like when did it first start germinating and, and how did it kind of coalesce? Like what, what prompted this? The radio tour was born in deep pandemic times when my bandmates and I were unable to get together, not only because of COVID, but because of how far we were living from one another myself being in Halifax, Nova Scotia, I'm actually a few provinces away from <laughs> most of my bandmates on a regular day. So in usual times, we can at least get together a few times a year for either recording projects or shows or festivals or some sort of tour somewhere, um, but that wasn't happening. So we were actually focusing on administrative things. We were gathering <laughs> on Zoom regularly to hang out, but also think up ways that we could keep the project alive in pandemic times. And one of the ideas we had was to tour the, to create a concert and then tour it on radio stations. It started with a, being um, a one station project. And then we thought, well, why can't we take it to more stations? And it really spawns from my like longtime relationship with radio, um, radio always being at the forefront of my mind and myself always looking for ways to stay connected to the radio community after having worked at CKDU in Halifax and um, volunteered with the NCRA and, you know, going back all the way to 2006 is when I first started volunteering at CHUO in Ottawa Gatineau. So it was, um, so we were able to finally gather in a little window of COVID light <laughs> mm. period in November, 2021 where I drove from Halifax to Mountain Grove, Ontario, which was an 18 hour drive. And it's one hour north of Kingston, Ontario. And we met, we all gathered from our respective homes in Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, and met at this little like beautiful cabin studio in the, in the woods, uh, an hour north of Kingston. And it was my first time seeing them in two years and it was our first time. No, that's not true. It was our first time playing together in two years and our first time like really hanging out in, in months. So it, uh, we recorded the radio concert over three days. A lot of that was rehearsing and figuring out what songs we wanted to play and trying to play them in new and different ways and 
also reconnecting, like just hanging out and being silly and 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 trying to get over the like rusty <laughs> guitar fingers, that kind of thing. So right, the like notion of building a set very often, like you kind of respond to a crowd or like change it up, you know, set to set. How do you how do you accommodate for like the absence of you know feedback from an audience or like you know how you're vibing on a particular night on a particular stage it was really tough because that missing piece is actually my favorite part of getting to do this type of performance art <laughs> it mm. is really my favorite part that whole electricity that happens in a room with people when everyone is tuned into the same thing at the same time that that chemistry that is what keeps me going <laughs> so I was really missing that but I was picturing people sitting around their radio stations and you know or having dinner with their family while having the the concert on or driving in their car and listening to the concert. And I, I started to warm up to the idea of a different way of experiencing a live show. Um, and I think I would have felt really lonely if it was maybe just me recording alone in a studio, but we had each other in, we were all in one room together and we had our engineer there. So it was like we were performing for the engineer, Jonas Benetta, <laughs> our, our, our solo um, audience member. So I really look forward to getting back to playing stages again, but it was also very important to try new things during this time and with this project. Right. Now you had an 18 hour drive to get to the studio what did you listen to on the drive? Um, well, actually this drive was very stressful for me. I, uh, to get personal for a second, I was in a really bad car accident in July, 2021. Oh. Um, and I was hit by another car on the driver's side and pretty badly injured and I lost my car, which was a beautiful 1995 Volvo 940 that I've had for nine years. Oh. Um, but thankfully I'm okay now, mostly. And I did, however, have to take a lot of time off of all the things I like to do, uh, which included playing music and driving and <laughs> um you know swimming or exercising or you know I couldn't even walk my dog uh so the idea of actually getting together for this concert project was so monumental it was in my mind it was a mountain that I had to climb because I had to do all these things that I was afraid to do again mm -hmm. so uh, because it was COVID time, I was uncomfortable flying, although that might have decreased my stress level a little bit. But four months after the accident, this is, you know, the by far the most driving I uh, had done. And 
I was, I was terrified. <laughs> um, I was very, yeah, I was overcome with, um, with fear, but so as a result, I listened to a lot of my, like a lot of, a lot of nostalgic things to bring me comfort. Um, I listened to, I went into my compact disc collection <laughs> and brought out my, I had, what did I have? I had Neil Young's On the Beach, Tori Amos's Little Earthquakes, Portishead's Dummy, and I can't remember, I had two other discs. But um, living in Halifax and being separated from my family and friends so much, I've done that drive from Halifax to you know, the greater Toronto area so many times that I've actually memorized different radio stations along mm. the way that I can pop into. So for instance, when I am approaching Sackville, New Brunswick, I go to CHMA. Mm -hmm. And when I'm getting into certain parts of New Brunswick, I can hit up some NPR stations and, you know, so on. Like I, and by the time I get to Quebec city, it's usually the drive time show on CBC radio one. So I'm like listening to what's happening in Quebec city. Uh, so there, there was some of that as well. So it's going in between music and radio and some podcasts as well. I think I listened to the latest serial productions uh, series called Nice White Parents. It was the latest at the time. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I had, I was trying to keep myself happy and distracted and um, listening to music and and words did you choose like dummy and little earthquakes and stuff because you knew they would be kind of like calming or like things you were you knew knew by heart and so like you didn't have to kind of like ch challenge yourself in some sense with something unexpected while you were kind of focused on driving then yes and mm -hmm. i wanted something that i could sing along to mm -hmm. to warm up my voice and to bring myself the that joy that happens when you get to sing along to something that you love yeah that that car crash that experience like is that something that you process through your music at all like like a, a traumatic event do you find that that's something you write out because i know a lot of artists i speak to like that's kind of therapy for them is is putting pen to paper and processing what's going on in their head and and maybe kind of expurgating it in some way it's happening yeah. I have been writing a lot about that. And I've also been, for better or worse, trying to reel it in a little bit because I'm actually worried that my material will be <laughs> too traumatic or I worry about sharing it with people because it can be so heavy. And uh, I do still feel... I still don't feel like the trauma has fully left me, but I have felt that writing through it is extremely helpful. Um, whether or not it's something that I will record and share and release as a Gianna Lauren project is, mm -hmm. is beside the point. I'm trying not to think so much about this exercise in working through the trauma as a career release more so as something that I need to do for myself as personal growth. Do you think about like what 
songs are bound for when you're writing them or is that kind of after the fact that you're like oh this this belongs with this and these could kind of go together or is there like a conscious kind of like heading into writing i want to do x y and z and put them together it's usually not a conscious effort in the beginning it usually becomes a thematic direction midway through so it there will be some universal ideas that I pick up on in the writing, and I work with that to help put me in a direction that could be um, a cohesive sort of effort. Right. Now, you released an EP in the midst of, you know, pandemic times. That experience, what what was that like? And And like, has that impacted kind of your thoughts about like going forward and how to like do releases is that something that like you learned some lessons from thank you yes we released vanity metrics in november 2020 and it was my first digital only release so it felt like an experiment honestly and it felt like uh something like there was like a little less pressure to it almost because there wasn't the whole package surrounding a traditional release or as what I see as a traditional release. So it was a little bit of a leap of faith. And I learned some new things about how that works and how it I might want to do it differently next time. Um, we were really lucky and we were able to get some nice press and, you know, some streams. <laughs> um, but it, it felt really different because there wasn't that physical item. And we held back on doing that during the pandemic because things were so uncertain and supply chains were so backed up and it didn't feel practical at the time to be investing in the EP. So it was a little bit strategic and a little bit of a necessary evil to focus on a digital release. Um, I'm, I'm quite pleased with how some of the songs were able to cut through and reach people, um, especially being so disconnected from real humans hmm. you, know, you never know who you, you can't really put a face to who is buying a record at the merch table or um you know who you're chatting with at at shows or festivals or whatnot so um i guess i'm a little bit old school that way i really like the human connection is a really big part of this for me um so putting something out into a very busy internet world i wasn't all I wasn't sure how it was going to go, but actually, I'm I'm quite pleased at how we were able to do. So I think in future releases, I will. Yeah, there will always probably be a digital component of some point, um, because it's it's probably necessary in 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 the 2020s, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and particularly, I think the 
it was moving that way anyway but the you know pandemic and the necessity of social distancing and and then of course like the supply chain issues that you know record pressing plants were backed up by like six to eight months at a minimum meant that if you're going to get something in hand it it's going to be digital and then also you know with people working remotely like the d- digital transfer of of material is like the primary kind of mode of of sharing and and, and accessing things now so i think it like supercharged uh, a thing that was already kind of happening but i mean i'm like you i still love to go to like the merch table after a, a set and like speak to the artist that i'm buying the thing from and c- connect on on that level but i mean i'm showing my age so <laughs> um going forward after after this you know virtual tour what's what's next on on the horizon for you well, I'm working on new songs and a new record. Um, no timeline around that yet. I'm just enjoying the writing process and um, have a video project coming up in the spring, which will include uh, new songs that are performed with a string quartet. Mm. So I'm uh, expanding the <laughs> the the genre or the uh, the the different ways of performing my songs with this next project, which is exciting. So the string project is that taking some of your existing songs and kind of like recontextualizing them f- for strings, or is it Ooh. writing original stuff with strings yes, in mind? Exactly, the original with strings in mind having obviously not done that in the past, like what kind of challenges do you face writing with instruments that, you know, are, I mean, <laughs> centuries old at this point, but you know, new, new to you. Very, very new to me. I do have a background in music theory, but it is way in the background. <laughs> so I'll be having to maybe dust off some of those skills to do this and thankfully i have um a composer that i'm working with with on this project who can Mm. translate the ideas for the quartet um she's a violinist and we played we used to play music together in a project called cassie josephine and the cry if i want to's which is a uh a country music project out out here on the east coast so um we 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 formed a a friendship and we're trying to find ways to work together so did she play the violin as fiddle in that outfit exactly yeah so same instrument but totally different tone um so that's that's in the future where's the best place for people to kind of keep tabs on you in the meantime yeah gianna lauren.com all all your needs and all your all your sonic adventures uh thanks for joining us uh, via zoom and and thanks for providing us with uh, the opportunity to broadcast this this concert thanks michael and enjoy the show hey this is Gianna lauren thanks for listening my band is here in the studio with me we're gonna play some songs for you including this next one from our new album uh this is closed chapter
Hey, thanks for tuning in. That was Take It Slow from my album Moving Parts, and this is the Gianna Lauren Band live from Port William Sound Studio in Treaty 27 Territory. I'm joined by Eliza Niemi on cello and vocals, Julian Dussault on guitar, Jeff Kingsbury on drums, and Gregory Clark on bass. And this is our Campus Community Radio concert exclusive to you. Thanks for being here.
live from Port William Sound. Thanks to you for listening. Thanks to our campus and community radio partners for this opportunity to play for you. And thanks to the Ottawa Music Industry Coalition, the City of Ottawa, and Forward Music Group for the support. We're back here on Thank God It's Free Range, the Friday edition of Free Range Radio, and you just heard the Radio Love live concert featuring Haligonian Gianna Lauren and her band. Uh, the last track was Closed Chapter, before that, Whoa, track Disappear, Take It Slow, Mistakes, and Closed Chapter. For the full set list, you can visit umfm.com and click on the show page for Thank God It's Free Range. Uh, coming up, we're going to play a great set of new music um, following up on 2021's album a history of feeling history of a feeling uh, maddie diaz is back with same history new feelings it's reworks of some of the tracks from the 2021 record uh, i'm going to play you new person old place which features a duet with courtney marie andrews what a great pairing that is uh, then mary simich uh, this is Don't You Cry from How Does One Begin. It is her forthcoming album that was produced by King Khan. Uh, definitely a name fans of UMFM have heard in the past, but Mary Simich, a name you're going to be hearing in the future. Uh, we got Maya Friedman of the Dirty Projectors with her new solo album, Under the New Light. Uh, Michelle, which is a group and not just a single person uh, with a fantastic track heartfelt song called mess you made that i would strongly recommend checking out the live video of uh we've got some annie hamilton formerly of the band little may from australia maria criaro aguero uh, from a forthcoming synth pop record and we're going to close things out i think with florence and the machines latest single and uh, really looking forward to hearing the rest of dance fever keep it locked here on 101.5 umfm <laughs> So you wouldn't cry 
used to, I used to, but now I don't do that. What used to hurt doesn't hurt anymore. What used to work doesn't work anymore. And that's just true. It's not even brave. Can't be a new person. School.
comfort you and comfort you.